This is Rama for Today Radio. Why wouldn't it last very long? Well, the main reason is I can't physically stand it that long. I can't physically stand it. So, knowing that in my spirit, I just stood up. I'm sitting in the chair. I just stood up. Didn't even wait to come around and come down the steps. I jumped. The platform, you understand, was higher, and I'm up about people's head. I just jumped off the platform, leaped off the platform, and ran. Now, I was so overwhelmed by the Spirit that to tell you what happened, I, I couldn't tell you. I've got to depend on the pastor to tell me. I just know I started running. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing with Reverend Kenneth e. Hagan's The Healing Anointing Series, Volume 2. Also, I'll be back after today's teaching to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. Now, if you go back to the illustration of that John Lake gave that electricity is God's power in the natural realm. Well, you know, physically, you could take a little bit of electricity. Sometimes you get a little bit of a shock, sometimes a little static electricity. You just feel it, shake it off, don't affect you much. But if you get a hold of a lamp that's got a short in it, about 110, and that hits you, boy, you jump and holler. But you couldn't just stand there all day and hold on to that. In fact, even 110 kill you under certain circumstances. But then you move on up and get a hold of 220. You move on up and get a hold of 240,000 volts, boy, and it'll fry your hide. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, you know, I, I think the matter, you see, if you could imagine that, Jesus has the spirit power without measure. It could just flow through him and not, not bother him particularly effective. Boy, I can't stand it. It's a strong on me right now. I can't hardly stand it. You, 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 you almost feel like you're going to fall down sometimes. Seem like your legs go out from under you. Seem like your hands tingle, your arms tingle. Sometimes your whole body tingles. Sometimes the healing anointing in, in the palm of my hand will burn like fire. You, you'll just you'll just want to want to rub your hand almost. You know, it almost hurts. Well, I can't stand but so much anointing. You know, it's just certain measure of it. And you can't stand it for very long. Now, I remember after the Lord appeared to me there in September the 2nd, 1950, in that tent meeting in Rockwall, Texas, and laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of my hands, they began to burn, just like I was holding a coal of fire in them. And then he said, kneel before me, and I knelt before me, and he laid his hand on my head and said, I've called thee and have anointed thee, and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Well, I began to minister with that anointing. And so I ministered through uh, the rest of 1950, that's September the 2nd, so all the month of September, October, November, December, then the whole year of 1951. Then in January of 1952, I was holding a meeting in Port Arthur, Texas, in the old First Assembly of God church there. And uh, in those days, I, I would uh, sit, and, uh, sit in a chair after I'd preached give the altar call and sent people back to the prayer room to be saved. Well, I'd put people in the same line. I called it prayer line to be healed and to be filled with the Holy Ghost and lay hands on them. And I'd sit in a chair on the platform and lay hands on them as went by. I'd, I'd talk to each one of them individually, you know, and spend some time with each one of them because you didn't have all that many people, maybe 50 people a night or 25 people, you see. And uh, 
So I'm sitting there in the chair, ministering, one night, when suddenly a stronger anointing came on me. Now you see, one can be more anointed or one can be less anointed to minister healing, to preach the gospel, to stand in any office or do anything. We have those two prophets in the Old Testament we're well familiar with, Elijah and Elisha. And Elisha had a double portion of the Spirit. We could put it this way, a double measure of what Elijah had. Didn't he? Are you listening to me now? Now, while I'm on the subject, let me correct something else here. You see, we're talking about ministry. When you talk about Elisha and Elijah, you're talking about ministry. When it comes to the born-again, spirit-filled believer, every one of them has a measure of the Spirit within them, an anointing. First John 2.27 said, that anointing will never be increased. You can learn to walk with him and know more about him. He's there for a certain purpose. Are you listening to me? There's nothing in the scripture where you can have a double portion of that. But when it comes to ministering, see, I'm talking about ministering under the, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me. Jesus, upon me. He's anointed me to preach. He's anointed me to heal. And so, Elisha had a double portion, or we could say a double measure of the anointing of what Elijah had. And it's listed there twice as many miracles happened under his ministry and so on and so forth. Well, now I'm ministering with this anointing that he gave me on September the 2nd, 1950. Uh, and when suddenly this strong anointing just came on me. I'm sitting in this chair, you see. Sitting in the chair on the platform. A, a chair, you know, a folding chair like one of these. On the platform, a healing, I had them lined up against that wall over there to my left or there, right? And they're coming across here. Now I'm sitting in that chair on this side of the pulpit, you see. Well, now, we, we'll just say David, you see, he's sitting here. Might he turn around and, and suddenly somebody passes by and just throws that coat up. Don't you think he could feel that? Literally feel that. Sure, sure. Well, that was just the way it was when I said that anointing. It's just like somebody in the spirit realm just threw something over. I could feel it on my whole being. Just like you'd throw the cloak over my shoulders. Man, it was vibrating through every part of me. And I knew. I don't know how I knew. I sure didn't know it in my noggin. I just knew it in my spirit. I knew it wouldn't last long. What would, that anointing wouldn't last long. Why wouldn't it last very long? Well, the main reason is I can't physically stand it that long. I can't physically stand it. So, knowing that in my spirit, I just stood up. I'm sitting in the chair. I just stood up. Didn't even wait to come around and come down the steps. I jumped. The platform, you understand, was higher, and I'm up about people's head. I just jumped off the platform, leaped off the platform, and ran. Now, I was so overwhelmed by the Spirit that to tell you what happened, I couldn't tell you. I've got to depend on the pastor to tell me. I just know I started running. You see? I, I, I don't know. But I know what to start with, you see, and then the anointing got stronger, so I, I don't know. It's, it's like you can't see anything. I don't know how to explain it. Spiritual things are difficult sometimes. 
to bring them over into the natural realm, see? Because you've got your eyes wide open and running there, and, uh, and, and yet you really, literally, almost don't see anything. And I, I touch people on the forehead, I just run down that line, touching people. Now, I know right to begin with that they started the minute I touched them. Now, that had never happened with me before in my ministry. I, I, I never, but a time or two as a pastor, I'd laid hands on somebody and they fell under the power. But just, you know, wouldn't happen once every five, ten years. But, but everybody I touched fell. Now, I say they did because they told me they did. I don't know that they did. I do know they started falling. Then, suddenly that anointing lifted from me. I mean, just exactly like if I'd helped David off with his coat there, he'd have known when it's gone. I mean, it just lifted up. It's gone. It's gone. Well, when it left, well, then I can see everybody, you know, and I look around, all these people laying on the floor. I didn't take time to count them. I got back up on the platform, sat down in the chair. Well, I actually moved it over to another place to get around these people and finished out the line with what I call the ordinary anointing. Well, the pastor asked me later, he said, uh, you, you know how many people you touched? I said, no, I don't. I don't know how many to touch. Well, he told me, you see. And he said, uh, you know, those folks, I, I believe it was 34 people. And he said, uh, uh, about 17 of them, you know, had come to get the Holy Ghost. And, and they was lying there on the floor talking in tongues. And he said, some of that 17, most of them were members of my church. Some of them, he said, that, that astounds me. I never saw anything like it. He said, they'd been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost for years. They were chronic seekers, some of them, you see. And they were just, there they were. There they were, just, you know. He said, there were 34 of them all together that you touched. I didn't know how many there were. Well, I went along. See, that was January of 52. I went throughout all the year of 52. That never did happen again. I went out through the, year, the whole year of 53. That didn't happen again. I went January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August of 54. That didn't happen again. Well, I didn't know where it's ever going to happen again or not. God didn't tell me in the word he's going to happen. He didn't tell me in any way it's going to happen. I can't believe for something that he didn't promise me. All I can do is pray and prepare myself, do my best to believe God, yet I'm laying hands on people constantly. So in September 1954, I'm preaching just a, a one-day service in the first Foursquare Church in San Jose, California, where Brother Herman Walters was pastor. I preached Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. Well, I preached Sunday morning and just dismissed the people, didn't take time to minister. I said, you come back this afternoon now and we'll lay hands on believers to be filled with the Holy Ghost and lay hands on the sick to be healed. So I preached and then we had folks to come. Well, we had folks who wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost stand over on one side, had two or three lines of them because there's quite a space here in the front. Then, then over here to be healed. So I started down the line Brother Walters, a pastor, along with me, laying hands on these people. Another minister from Texas with me that had gone out there with me on this trip. And, and he's going to ask them to come along, you know, back me up. When suddenly that anointing came on me. I mean, just like somebody run, just run by me and throw the cloak over me. I could feel it all over me. And, and again, I knew it wouldn't last long. It wouldn't last long. Now, why wouldn't it last long? I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I could not physically stand it. And so I just started running. 
and I just touched people with my finger. Didn't take time to touch them with my hands. He just about that finger. And everybody I touched just felt, they tell me, I don't really know. Tell the truth about you, just caught up in that glory and in that spirit, you know. But they tell me everybody fell that I touched. And then that anointing just lifted from me. I couldn't stand it any longer. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer from Ken and Lynette, the Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the Broken Arrow campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food Devotions is a compilation of Kenneth Hagan's teachings on healing during his first year of prayer and healing school. To order, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. Ask the operator for Kenneth E. Hagan's book, Health Food Devotions, for a discounted price of $12.75. That number again is toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. Order online by December 19th and have your product in time for Christmas. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help with finances, marriage, and work. So write in or email us. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Be with us in a church service. That's right. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and Sunday evening at 7 p.m. And we're also in Oklahoma City. Yes. At uh, 8921 Northwest Expressway. Yeah, that's it. That's right. On Sunday night, 6 o'clock. Come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's Have the right. weekend free and then come on Sunday evening. And, yes. And, and, and enjoy an experience. Well, we better right. get out of here. Hey, we'll see you next time. Next week, you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan's The Healing Anointing Series, Volume 2. That's Monday, here on Rama for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.